Life Audio. Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ron Martin. Baby, you're back on the road again, back where you belong. Um, just checking in this morning from a, a humble little Airbnb somewhere. Where where are we at right now? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's rough, guys. Um, yeah, it looked uh, really I'm- tough. Just just a little humble parish pastors getaway. Um, mm-hmm. where, where are we at? Yeah, so we're in uh, we're in Hocking Hills, Ohio, kind of mm-hmm. kind of a mountainy, you know, vacationy kind of area mm-hmm. where uh, you know where you can rent a cabin and you know, explore nature and do all that good stuff. So here we are, man, suffering, suffering, yeah, suffering for, for Jesus, as, as you often do. Um, your connection is a lot better in Hocking Hills than it is in the Holly house. So maybe just stay on the road. Um, we, we have a lot, I mean, better, yeah. a lot better connection when you're traveling, which you, often I would love to, I would love to stay in this place for the rest of my life. But yeah, um, yeah unfortunately, but... be, because I am a small town pastor, this, this mm-hmm. is not in the cards for me other than being a retreat. Yeah, well, there, there you go. It's, it's tough. A lot of, lot of things to juggle. Um, as we have a lot of things to juggle on this program, boys, we got a full docket of topics, which we'll get to after this quick break. But look around you, your family, your faith. They're not in the way. They are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up. It's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung hero of her king and country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. All right, boys, we're back. Um, I want to start with the Grammys. We had a little satanic Grammys controversy, which I know about only because this publication that I write for has like a group chat and the editor was like, okay, who wants to write about this satanic Grammys thing, which I had no idea about. I Googled it. I read half an article. Um, and that's, that's a lot of prep. I know. Maybe that's a yeah. lot of prep for us. It's, it's more prep know. than we typically do. So uh, I'll I'll start with you on this baby because you used to be in music, um, like and I and I mean this zero percent glib, like who cares about the Grammys, in the sense that I probably stopped caring about it at age twenty eight. So that's eighteen years ago. I teach at a college. My students definitely don't care about it, and I'm yeah. teaching like media students, you know, like mass media type students who ostensibly should care about it they don't care like who does care if that makes sense i mean dude it's a great question because like i haven't i'm like you man i haven't i don't think i've watched a grammys program in 200 years i mean i don't even like when i find like i just found out that the grammys aired 
like on Sunday. Right. Like I didn't even know it was on. But again, I don't know. That's like a, that could be an age thing. I'm just becoming an old man, right? But like, yeah. Um, but yeah. But in terms of like, in terms of my level of interest in it, mm-hmm. it it's going to be. I mean, unless unless there is happens to be some artist on there that I'm remotely interested, and even if there is, I'm still not interested. Yeah. Um, I, I just yeah. I don't. I'm so out of the loop with that. And then I wonder about like like the younger generation, if this is even like a thing for them, if this is even on their radar. And I, yeah. it would be shocking to me if it is. But we're with like some friends right now and they were telling me, no, you know, our daughter's all into music and she really wanted to watch the Grammys because mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever Sam Smith's on or, or whatever, you know, whoever her yeah. favorite artist is. And so I guess there's still kind of a thing about it like that. But I feel like, I feel like it's a little more like inside baseball. Like you have to be yeah. kind of like, you have to be kind of like into it to a level to where it's like, oh, I want to see the spectacle. I want to see these people perform. I, yeah. To sit through that whole program, it's kind of like the Oscars, right? It's like, right. I, I don't know. I would be more prone to watch the Oscars, though, I'll tell you that much. Even as a music guy, I'd be way more prone to watch the Oscars. Yeah, so you, you mentioned Sam Smith. Apparently, uh, he's the artist that did this like homage to Satan. Um, yeah. it, it was Sam Smith and somebody else who whose name means nothing to me. No disrespect. Satanic panic in the attic, man. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So Satan doesn't get enough credit these days. So, I mean, I'm glad they paid him homage. That's, you know, he deserved it. Right. For the music world. He deserves a lot of credit, man. It's, it's been a while since we got like sympathy for the devil. So we needed a little credit for Satan. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder where this ranks in the pantheon of like, allegedly satanic music things and i I know we're being glib about it and we shouldn't be glib about it in the sense that there are lots of things happening in the world that i think are actually satanic and i don't know where like some young idiot no disrespect sam smith i'm sure you're a (laughs) fine person but like i don't know looking to some like 26 year old musician for like a commentary on anything is probably not the move and yet you know just looking around the world there's all these actually satanic things happening i don't know uh and and yet there is a lot of hand-wringing about this so i i don't know where to sort of place it pipe it it feels a little bit like you know so this this to me kind of it feels a little bit like you know, you bring in a magician to like a kid's birthday party and they, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're gesticulating a lot so that kids are paying attention to one hand and not paying attention to the other hand. Yeah. Um, this feels like Satan doing that. He's like, here, pay attention, <laughs> pay attention to this, this, this gaudy show on stage. Meanwhile, I'm, you know, convincing six year olds to change their gender and stuff like that. You know, right. so there's, there's, yeah. it, it feels a little bit like it. And, and it's, and it is just, it's blood in the water for the conservative sharks who probably read less than half an article and are just aware that this happened. And you know, you know, they're going to go into, they're going to, they're going to go into work and be like, Hey, did you, did you hear about that? That Satan performance at the Grammys? Can't yeah. believe that stuff's on, on the television these days. You can't, you can't yeah. trust anything out there. Yeah. You know, and then they've kind of lost sight of the real things going on. I mean, to be clear, I'm probably a conservative shark myself, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I wasn't tempted to write a think piece about this one other than like, yeah. And that's the difference. I think that's the difference. Big T. Like what yeah. Pike just described is like, you're not, you're not waking up the next morning thinking, Oh no, this is what the world's come to. And now we got to respond. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's I like we, I, 
we can all agree that like, yeah, there is an element of this that is a very, like, it is very not aligned with our faith. A hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. But that's been true of the Grammys for as long as the Grammys have (laughs) existed. Yeah. Like, you know, you're not looking to the Grammys for like uh, value reassurance. You know what I mean? Like it's not delivering that and it never has. And moreover, like you're not looking at some 26-year-old idiot for, like, a, a thoughtful take on anything. Like, so, I don't know. It's just, it's, it all strikes me as very strange. Um, and maybe there's not much more to say about it. Um, although I, I really am curious on this. Like, how do, the, how do the Grammys, like, how do they draw ratings-wise? You know what I mean? Does it draw a pipe? question. More than like, uh, you know, Clippers Nets on a Thursday night. Like, I, I can't imagine it does much better. Let me look at that. Let me look at the view. I just Let me look at the viewer. Let me look I at just the looked it up. Shit. It, it was eight point eight million viewers last year. Nine point six million viewers this year. Which so I think increased. by, I think by today's. Um, although I just see twelve point four, so they're probably still pulling like live television versus streaming and whatever. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think by today's standards, despite the fact that uh, it, you know, we are, we have, we have uh, more access to everything and there's more people. I think that's actually pretty good ratings just because there are so many options to watch and everything is a little bit more segmented. Although I guess it before, so the Grammys in 2020, which happened before all this world shut down, drew um, 18 million and it drew 40 oh, wow. million in 2013. So, wow. wow. It's still That's a doing huge drop. Yeah, it's yeah. doing better than other shows, but not nearly what it used to. But man, doesn't that make sense considering that that music we've talked about this music is so decentralized now. You yeah. know, everything everything is niche, everything is is released online. Like nobody gets excited about new albums dropping. Uh, right. you know, even even when somebody like Taylor Swift drops one, it makes it it's a blip, not yeah. like a cultural moment. And so I don't tune into the Grammys because I'm a hundred percent sure I'm going to know one out of the 20 artists who perform. I'm like, totally. I don't, I'm, I'm saying you say Sam Smith and I'm like, really? He didn't change his name to be something memorable. Like Sam, <laughs> I, I probably know eight Sam Smiths. Piper, so, I hear Sam Smith. And I think of the book, the Jordan rules from the nineties, which was written by a different Sam Smith. Right. Um, I'm imagining that little guy in like a Satan outfit and it, and it kind of makes me. No, I, I legitimately, well, yeah. I, yeah. Off yeah. the top of my head, I I personally know three Samuel Smiths who go by various iterations. But I it, so again, it's just sort of one of these like I who cares? The I'm I'm trying to remember the last time I remember tuning into the Grammys was maybe 2015 or 2017, and it was for like 30 minutes because I was waiting to go somewhere, and I was like, oh, this is on. But I no, it never crosses my mind to tune into anything live besides sports at this point. Like I don't even know what's on when. I didn't know right. when it was. I didn't know when it was on. So the world has changed quite a bit. It really has. So, like, who from our tribe is going to think piece this in a way that would actually make you want to read it? Like who? Oh, who... yeah, you lost me. I'd actually want to read it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's just take the first half then. Well, I think the answer I mean, to that is. It's pretty obvious, right? Like, yeah, we, it's Brett. We, yeah, there Brett. you go. But I think, you know, I think, yeah, I mean, to to give him a little credit, I guess. Um, yeah, I think he will. I think he'll give a take on it. I think, you know, he's not really a hot take guy. I think he'll I think he'll give it some thought and, and whatever, whether you agree with his, uh, his piece or not. I, I think he'll 
I think he'll, I think he'll give it yeah. a, I think he'll try to give it a fair shake in terms of what everybody's talking about with the Sam Smith performance. So I think that's what he's going to focus on is this satanic panic in the attic thing, you know, Mm -hmm. but um, I don't know. I, those kind of, I, you know, that's not horribly interesting to me on a personal level, but yeah, you know, yeah, he's, uh, he's a far cry from a hot, yeah, he's a far cry from like a reactionary hot taker. So whatever, whatever he writes will at least be thoughtful. I think it's, I don't, None, nothing that happened at the Grammys stirred up enough interest in me to pay attention to it initially, let alone the reactions to it. So, you know, we're not, we're like, we're multiple degrees removed from interest. So it doesn't matter how good the piece is. I just, eh, I don't care. But isn't it like too, you know, it's funny to me too. It's almost like, it's almost like the person that like does the big gesture just so everybody reacts. I always feel like the best thing we can do is to not react to those things because to me, it's so like really rock and roll in rock, rock and roll in Satan is like, you know what I mean? It's like Ronnie Martin and pastries. I, I mean, yeah. it's like nobody's, nobody's surprised by that. Um, so it's like, it's like really, because at the end of the day, just because someone does a parody about like Satan doesn't make it more satanic than the stuff that's more subtle that actually has an element of, you know, his influence, right? We would right. say that. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like even, even the, uh, I would want to resist the temptation of going, oh, look, you know, they're wearing the red with the horns. That makes it more evil than the other stuff that's more subtle, but is equally as disturbing, right? Right. Uh, you know, fr- from our standpoint as being people that, you know, are committed to Christ, you know? Yeah. And you just go like, okay, you guys really like, this is not this is not making things more evil in the sense that because they're they're trying to wear red and they're dancing around with pitchforks, you know, to Sam Smith, to a Sam Smith track. Yeah, and, totally. Yeah, it, I mean, I think and and I want to hear both of you guys on this, and maybe this makes me sound eighty five, but I, I think part of you know being twenty six or twenty eight and like watching the Grammys and being genuinely interested, it sort of dovetailed with a time in my life where I wasn't walking especially closely with the Lord. And I was also like still enamored with my own sort of notions of being famous, but watching something like that now, I don't know. I, 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 I'll watch it. And I have, the, I have this feeling with like the Super Bowl at times to be fair too. I'll watch it and I'll think to myself in general, this whole thing is just like a celebration of evil. And I think that while watching the Oscars and I'm like, at best, this is man just congratulating himself. And at worst, it's, it's kind of just a naked celebration of evil. So I think I'm out, you know, and I know that sounds like all kinds of legalistic and uncool, but I don't know, like more and more, I guess the older I get, even with the faith, the more I'm sort of feeling those feelings whenever I flip on 10 minutes of an award show. Does that make sense? It does. And I, I, I probably, I probably don't feel quite as strongly like in terms of sort of the celebration of evil. It, although I don't, I don't think I really, I don't think I disagree. I think I just don't mm-hmm. feel quite as strongly. It, yeah. it, what it feels like to me now is just, if I was going to maybe just the way that it pops into my mind is, Oh, I can think of a hundred things I would rather spend three hours doing, you know, just, right things that are more valuable now if if like if my kids were like we really want to watch this award show 
I might sit down and watch it with them for a little while because they because it matters to them. But then I would have those I would have those mixed feelings because of everything you just said. Going is I'm not I'm not crazy about them being excited about it, but also realizing I used to be people grow out of this stuff. You know, it it it, it kind of loses its glamour over the years. And and I do think that the whole nature of those shows has changed over the years too. Like they've always been self congratulatory but they've become so much more of an exhibition of it. And everybody's the um, kind of the absurdity of it has grown instead of just sort of being like, let's put on the best musical performances we can. It's now, how do we do the most wild out of the box thing? And uh, you know, and the, you know, the older and grumpier you get, the less stuff like that is appealing to you. Yeah. I've got like, uh, yeah. No, go ahead, baby. I'm sorry. Well, I was just saying, like, it, it's it's fun. Like, to your point, Pipe, and uh, really to your point, T, like, if you if you could focus out a little bit, I mean, it at the end of the day, it's a it's just to get a little theological about it. It's just it's kind of a glorification of self, and I think that's, I mean, that that is the deceit, right? That is the deceit of the heart in a nutshell. It's glorification of self, and we just like we see that exaggerated when we see award shows or anything that. That is kind of more on a grand spectacle, and I think, like if if we could if we could go deep enough, I think what bothers like the spirit that is living inside of us is just that is that they 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 gave glory to the creation over the creator, and I think again just just to get theological for one second, I think that's what we're seeing, and I think at the end of the day that is the most disturbing part of it, and to see that we struggle with that on our own more micro level. You know, and, and we're just seeing we're just seeing the grandiose version of what happens when that happens. And so in that sense, I mean, to your point, Ted, I mean, it is it's uncomfortable because we we're we, we do see like more deeply what's going on here. And at the end of the day, where that ultimately leads humanity, which is away from the Lord. You know, I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I've got someone getting executed on stage. The over-under is like, what is it now? 2023, 2028. I've got that at like plus 12,000 on DraftKings. Like, that's the shocking thing. Like, that's the only shocking thing left to have happen at one of these one of these things. They'll Somebody literally just take someone's dies. life. Yeah, yeah. Someone actually dies. Oh, good grief, dude. Boys, let's, let's do this. Let's take a break. And then we're going to talk about something new, a new, a new ministry, a new product that's the diametric opposite of satanic or the grammys or anything related we'll be back in two and two what impacts you every day there is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives museum of the bible reveals the bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists the way we measure time social justice our national monuments and more the bible's impact is all around you Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening, who should call right now? Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... 
Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, boys, we're back. Baby, you floated this new thing uh, across the transom of Piper and I uh, this morning in the group chat. And it's a former colleague of mine, Kevin DeYoung, uh, who's launched a new... What What do you guys call this in ministry? Do you call it a product? Do you call it a ministry? Do you just call it a website? Ministry? Um, I don't know. Okay. Organization. Ministry. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it would fall into the category of ministry vaguely, yeah. like online ministry, resourcing ministry, something like that. Okay. Um, so we got it. We got a new ministry. This is from Kevin DeYoung. It's called clearlyreformed.org. Um, so if you go to clearlyreformed.org, I'm doing that right now in my studio. Um, it says theology for the everyday. Learn and grow with thousands of resources from the ministry of Kevin DeYoung. Um, so there you go. Uh, as if there were any questions about KDY's level of reformness, <laughs> um, they've been answered and, uh, and, and there we have it clearly reformed. Now, the first thing, and I want to hear both of you guys on this. The first thing that I thought of when you sent this baby was, do you remember the drink from the nineties called clearly Canadian? It yes, was the, it was they the brought first... it. They brought it back too. I think they brought. Did that they back. really, dude? I, I loved so. that stuff. It came in a it glass great. bottle. Yeah, yeah it, was it was kind great. of the OG like fizzy water, and it it existed it somewhere. Like a, it was yeah. Like, it, was, it was it was part and parcel with like New York seltzer. It was like that era when that stuff was coming out, right? Yeah, Remember exactly. New York seltzer is clearly Canadian, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of a nice time, dude. So, like, I don't know if this clearly reformed is a hat tip to. Clearly, clearly Canadian, Canadian seltzer yeah. water. Yeah, it could yeah, be. Yeah, kind of an homage, <laughs> you know, a deep homage. I, I think it could be, man. I think it you're could be. Yeah, I think I am too. But uh, Piper, <laughs> you, um, you have a dad who has a similar website. Um, is is this Katie Wise kind of answer to desiring God, and will this be a, a competitor of sorts in the in the kind of resource website market? I not a competitor, I, but it it's in the vein. I mean, but at the same time, like this this is what happens once once a an author pastor figure reaches a certain level of like there's just sort of a a, um, a gross tonnage of words that have been produced. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have to you have to put it somewhere, you know, yeah. and and it stops making sense. Like he can't do this on the church website because there's a podcast right. that's through the Gospel Coalition and there's books and whatever. So he has to do this kind of thing. And I mean, I have a, I, Ronnie and I both have our own websites now. They're, you know, neither of us are very clearly reformed apparently, but, uh, <laughs> but it's a thing that you do. And so, no, I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's a competitor. Um, it, it also, but the fact that he made it an organization. So I'm looking, there's an article on the homepage, update vision and explanation of clearly reformed. Um, and it is 1,200 words long, of course. Mm-hmm. But it allows them to make this a, uh, a an official nonprofit. So it's a 501c3, which means people can donate. That's yeah. significant. Um, 
he he mentions Desiring God and Ligonier as sort of uh, ministries that that they respect and are, are sort of similar to, but not as big as. The big aim is not to spread Kevin DeYoung's content. The big aim is to provide resources for the churches that are, quote unquote, clearly reformed. Gotcha. Um, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I don't know. It just seems pretty. Uh, it, it seems like he has reached the point where he's like, all right, I've written 20 books and uh, do this podcast and all this stuff. So we just we need a we need a, a landing place for all this. And I'm I'm glad that it's clearly reformed that uh, <laughs> that that did didn't specify it for me i wasn't sure yeah uh, baby what are your thoughts on it i mean yeah it's like kevin DeYoung needing to like remind everybody that he's clearly reformed it's the equivalent of the pope starting a podcast called clearly catholic you know it's i, it just, I think you, kevin DeYoung is more reformed <laughs> than the pope is catholic than the pope is catholic <laughs> there's probably truth to that but it's like i I don't know. You know, my thoughts on it are it's interesting because I feel like even the title, it like it really narrows him down, doesn't it? It's like, you know, it's like Desiring God and even Ligonier, um, you know, it it really is more invitational into, hey, I'm just going to explore what this is. I've heard of some of the, you know, I've heard of John Piper. I've I've heard of R.C. Sproul. I've heard of some of the people that have written for this. So I want to go in and explore and kind of widen and deepen my theology you, you start something like clearly reformed, it automatically like categorizes you in, in such a, like a narrow lane that this is not for everybody. And mm-hmm. as the word reformed keeps getting like defined and redefined, I mean, it can be pretty negative actually for some people, depending on your experience with quote unquote reformed. So on one hand, it's like, it's almost like it's KDY doubling down in a weird way, but it's also saying like into the future. And he's basically, I mean, he, he's not like he's never like waved the flag, but he's literally saying, man, I am planting my flag in this, in this, in the soil. This is what I'm doing. And I want it to be this, this particular thing for a particular kind of audience. And I just, I think that's interesting because I feel like he could have gone way wider with Mm -hmm. it. It's pretty narrow. You know what I mean? I mean, well, I think, he wasn't going to do a website called Clearly Ecumenical by Kevin DeYoung. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that wasn't going to happen. was never going to happen. I, I'm going to zag on this one, dude. I actually, I kind of like it. I, I think we're in a moment where everybody's trying to be so nice and so, like, you know, overqualifying on their relationship with Reformed theology. I, I kind of like the zag of, like, planting the flag there. Um, Maybe it's time to rekindle your relationship with him and become a clearly reformed uh, staff writer. Big T. <laughs> you, know, you know, I think I'm good. I'm, I'm going to take a wait and see on that. But thank you for the career advice. That's <laughs> much much welcomed and needed. Well, you so, kind of did the you did the on brand zag, Big T. Yeah. So I wanted to just encourage you. In that. Yeah, I, but I believe in the zag. I do. So I've got dot org questions now. I I couldn't help but notice Ronnie Martin dot org. Is is also a dot or it's different, very different websites aesthetically. Um, very, very different. Yes, Kevin suffers from like a lack of of really pensive photos of himself, which I'm sure you mean you aesthetic. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, well, we, however, do not suffer from that lack. Uh, you know, of Kevin's photos. I think we can probably all be grateful there aren't more pensive photos. <laughs> Kevin, of Kevin tried to replicate the photos of of Ronnie posted on RonnieMartin.org. I, I think that's be a project. More wonderful than that. That would be. I would. I could not get more joy out of that if that was attempted. What impacts you every day? 
There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. So yours is a .org too, baby. Now, does that mean, like, is, is Ronnie Martin Incorporated now like a 501c3 that, like, Piper and I could write a check to? You can write a check to me, but it is clearly it is it, unlike a clearly reformed. It is it is clearly not a five hundred one c three. We're not going to get that little tax deduction. It's just like a it's you just, just have to give out of from the goodness of your heart. Yeah, and I and yeah. I am not. Uh, and org was the only thing available with my name. So, so if Piper and I wanted to subsidize your your next retreat in three days. We could like 100%. pick up the Airbnb, but it wouldn't it wouldn't be a write off for guys. It. If you would like my Venmo handle right now, I can give that to you. I, you know, you, <laughs> yes, you, you give me some cash ASAP, dude. I'm glad you mentioned that. I've got I've got a I've got a question, and this is this is way <laughs> off script. Um, do you guys know people, and these tend to be people of a certain age, mm-hmm. not super young, but also not as old as us who when it's their birthday or whatever they'll like drop their venmo handle on social media just like hey if anybody wants to to gift me some money like we have a couple of people in our church who do this and it's it's Dude, i've really never funny. seen that i've never yeah. seen that that feels crazy to me i've never seen that. yeah it feels crazy to me too like it's just it's just a real weird deal um but i don't know if it was like somewhat common in like certain age groups or 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 not but apparently not I can say something right now that would get me in massive trouble. So uh, hold that. Uh, I I think, yeah, just go ahead, Pipe. I'm debating. Oh, yeah, I know people who do this. And it is is generally younger people, you know. So Mm -hmm. we'll go younger millennials down through Gen Z, Gen Y, whatever's after that. Yeah, and it's, I see it, I see it a lot. Like in Nashville, you see it all the time where like there will be a car driving around and they'll have like, you know, they'll put like that grease paint on the window that's like, so it's all it's bachelorette parties, you know, yeah. buy us a shot, you know, Venmo, this and this. And my guess is they get a fair amount of drinks out of it because you just send them like 10 bucks or whatever. I've never bought anybody a shot. I feel like they're doing just fine on their own. But uh, 10 bucks it, would be like half a drink on Broadway. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's right. We, we can buy you a shot of water. Um, right. It's yeah. You see it all the time. I do think I think it's super weird to do it for yourself, like doing it for a party like that. I'm like, fine. Mm-hmm. That's just basically like. Maybe somebody at the bar will buy us drinks, but right. the uh, like shoot me something for my birthday. I, I never anybody, heard of that. Tea. That's anybody celebrating their own birthday as out of hand. Like don't yeah. celebrate. <laughs> do not throw yourself a birthday. Anything that's somebody yeah. else's job. You got to kind of low key your birthday. You got to let whatever whatever happens. You got to let it come to you. 
even know, if you like, love it, you got to pretend you hate it. You know, it's yeah, just you got to act like you've been there before. You know, unless you're yeah. my wife, unless you're Big M, and she's somebody who loves her birthday and she doesn't mind the whole world knowing how much she loves it. You know, it's it's mm. something that we we struggle with. That guys, that's a admittedly yeah. that's a that's something we work on. Do you but, can get um, a little counsel, a little counsel. I'm gonna try, we've been trying. Now. We've been getting a lot of counsel on that over the years. It's not Dude, been effective you, at all. As soon as but, you hang uh, up the phone here, you can shuffle over to the living room where where Jared C is just kind of rolling out of bed and you know wiping much. the sleep out of his eyes. And right. is it Jared C on this trip? Mm-mm. No, no, it's a couple a couple of old friends of ours that we do this about once a year with. So no. yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah, and I was gonna say, you know, I've never heard of the Venmo. Like people saying it's my birthday, Venmo me cash. I mean, uh-huh. dude, if you talk, if you, I mean, if you want to zag on that big T like you did with KDY, you should kind of love that, man. You know I don't. I, mean? I don't like, want to zag on that one. I have no desire just, to zag on it. You're just yeah. being blatant. You're just saying it's my birthday. You deserve to give me something. So <laughs> roll out the cash, baby. Roll I mean, out the cash. Me. I exist. You know? Yeah, I exist. Yeah. Yeah. I I did nothing to exist. That was my it was my mom and dad. But uh, here I am, and right. uh, yeah, that's amazing. I know, dude. Some of this stuff is starting to get a little out of hand. I was going to mention one thing that's a major irritation for me, but oh. Big M gave me the eyes like, do not say that because you've had, mm. you've known too many people that have done it, and it's going to put you in a bad place. So I oh. I'm still debating, but I think I think you guys would love to riff. I don't know. I, let me. Think I think you it. should say it, baby. Because here's the thing, and let me just be you know, Frank with you guys and with our listeners, this episode in a weird way, it promised a lot, right? In the sense that we had, don't they all, don't they? Yeah. All. Well, we had, we had like the satanic Grammys thing to talk about, which kind of seemed like it would be lurid and kind of interesting. And then, and then we had, you know, Katie Y launching a new website, but both of those topics kind of fell flat to me. Really? Um, yeah. Well, they didn't have a lot of juice, dude. Like we just didn't mm. get, we we didn't probably would have helped if we would have watched on. the episode. I mean, it probably would have helped if one of us would have watched the show. Well, yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> or spent more than ten seconds on clearly reformed. Um, here's the thing: I think you're kind of rolling the dice on this this controversial statement. And by the way, does Big M like sit off camera and like censor you during all the apps? No, never. It's that's... just that we're we're retreating yeah. right now, so she happens to just be mm. like right there. Yeah, dude. Uh, no, let me she never, let me. She's never around. Yeah. Yeah, and let me speak for Pipe and saying thank you for like punching the clock and going to work on your retreat. I know, you know guys. I'm trying to deal. be I'm trying to be a team player. Here, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're welcome. No, I know it's tough, You're but um, I think you should say the thing. All right, so here's the thing. Let me just ask. Okay, you know what I'm going to do, boys? I'm going to ask it in the form of a question, and then mm. I'm going to I'm going to let you guys riff on it. All right, let me do okay. that. Mm. Um, That's very self protective. Well done. And if and if this has happened to you, no judgment. It's all good okay. because this may be you guys. I don't know, but here's something that I've noticed that happens now. I would say about once a month, I get a secret Facebook message that says, "Hey guys, you're all friends with whatever Sam Smith, and for his birthday, would you all please record a video message?" Of just how much his <laughs> how much he's meant to you, so that I can compile this and send this to him on his birthday. And so that happens to me kind of a lot right now. And every mm-hmm. time it comes to me, I just think I would just so much rather Venmo him some cash right now. If I had <laughs> that would be Did so you- much. That would be so much more. Speaking of desiring, it would be so much more desirable to me to do that. Here's the elegant solution. And I'm not saying you have to do this. I'm just saying you could. In each of those instances, you should just fire off the Hey Guys video about your your new book. 
and send him that. I, like, Sam, I realize this isn't about you. It's actually about me and my new book. But I think you're going to really enjoy the content. It's like okay? birth, it's like birthday Rick Rolling. I could, not, exactly. I could not agree with that. I could not agree with that more, baby. I it's Ron Rolling. You know? I love that take. Yeah. But hey, boys, I realize it's you... March, but here's here's two minutes about my Advent devotional. Yeah. Now, if you're now if your wives have done that for you, hey, that's not your fault. That's on her. But like, give me your give me your hot takes on that because I I struggle with it. Give me yeah. your takes on it. Pipe, what do you got? Oh, I don't I don't do videos for anyone unless unless it's like the publisher of my book that's like it's release day. Please do this, and I think I've done that once or twice. So, I. The selfie video is my least favorite form of media, I think. I can't think of anything I hate more media-wise, which means like Instagram is a constant source of pseudo-torture, you know, just people hay-guising yeah. into, the, into the screen. So I, I don't get a ton of those requests, maybe because people know me um, and know that I just won't participate. Also, there's a, there's a certain aspect of golden rulish thing going on here. If somebody ever did that to me, it would feel like it would be a horrendous prank. Hey, here are 77 yeah. videos from friends. Like, I'm not watching any of these. Yeah. I, that's just 77 episodes of torture. That sounds terrible. That's actually super funny, Pipe. I love that, man. That's hilarious. So- I think people I, know you well enough to to know that that would like your wife knows you well enough to know. Oh, that, she like, yeah, she. I mean, it, this is a daily complaint of mine. You know, like I'm scrolling through and I'm like, Ugh, all these people just hey guysing into the screen. And she's like, yes, again, it's 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 another day that ends in Y. You're complaining about this again. This is pretty par for the course. Yeah, I actually have a I actually have a take on this, baby. That I don't know if this is insightful or or what, but I think this is fairly contained to ministry circles, which is yeah, why you're getting, because yeah, ministry people have this like martyr complex of, oh, we don't make any money, which isn't true. And and then they have the martyr complex of like, oh, nobody honors us. Everything we do is, in, is you know, it's, it's so hard. And, and so like all those things sort of, can, and they're cheap, right? So a whole bunch of videos don't cost any money. Um, yeah. all, right. all you have to do is the sweat equity of like compiling all these things. And so... There, totally. There's always like this, um, you know, oh, we, we, we really just need to honor this person. This is what he would love. Meanwhile, the person is probably going, I, I really would, I would actually prefer like a, a gift card to a steakhouse. I prefer you right. venmo me some cash. Yeah, Venmo me some cash <laughs> yeah. or like get me a gift card to Target, you know, whatever. 100%. But, wow. um, plan, a trip, plan a trip to Top Golf for all these people or something. Like literally right. anything would be better than you know 50 videos this is the yeah. ministry chief angelical like workaround and uh <laughs> it's hilarious dude no, um, so, and here's the funny thing if, if if i got 50 like birthday cards or just like you know three by five cards with like hey here's a verse to encourage you that would be a thousand times more meaningful than videos yeah would it though would it though pipe yeah but a thousand <laughs> times a thousand times more than zero is still pretty pretty negligible but i just mean guys it- i'm gonna be uh i'm gonna just be really straight with you if i can do that for once um i i'm really stuck on the just the cash <laughs> i'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm really stuck on what on what you laid out big t about dudes posting like their venmo and i just think you know what that's really what we all want that's and a missed opportunity just- baby you need to hey you know what if we're gonna as be honest we hang up we this just call give me cash I want you to I want you to get on the horn with the webmaster over at RonnieMartin.org. 
Like, get get on the horn. I'm sure he's in his cubicle just looking at the phone, waiting for it to ring. Have him throw that little beautiful baby Venmo deal up on there, okay? And you just sit back and watch that cash roll in. Boys, I'm going to um, be honest with you, yeah. Big T. It's, uh, I don't even like the gift card thing because they're still telling you where they want you to spend their money they're <laughs> giving right. you. Too I, many strictures on that. I yeah. just want cash. I want straight yeah. cash. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Like Spurgeon once said, like I want straight cash. Said, yeah. Straight cash. Hey, welcome, to, uh, welcome to Life Books and Everything today for our you know, premiere episode from clearlyreform.org. <laughs> I love it, dude. Um, Boys, I think I think this feels like an organic end to this episode. So, uh, if we wrap it now, we can. It died we, of old age. It it died of old age. We can we can crush a Patreon or two. Uh, boys, we've done what we always do, in that we have overpromised and underdelivered. And until <laughs> <laughs> until next time. We want to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for partnering with us on this podcast. Be sure to go to lifeaudio.com and take a look at the other podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. If you're hearing this right now, you're probably like, who the heck is this and why are they playing during my favorite podcast? And I get it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do want to introduce myself. My name is Trevor Tyson, and I'm the host of Trevor Talks where we talk to real people about real topics and real stories. I just want to invite you, if you love podcasts, if you love music, if you love books and love hearing from the people who create it, come check us out at Trevor Talks. Simply go to Google or Life Audio, type in Trevor Talks, and it'll pop on up. Hope you have a great day.